yes it is. Tommy's Tribune on this Monday morning. See how close to the mark you were. And then we'll get some more Christmas presents unwrapped from under the morning show, Chrissy Troy. How did you go, Tommy? How did you go? Um, Not great. Not great, Matty. Not great. Mm. Uh, so I did. My first headline was about the whole David Warner thing. So it was a warning shot for Australia. So that was my yes. whole headline about. So Matt, Mark, can you give me a. No, that was a tick. That was a tick, Mark. Do you think he's just he's just getting used to having the cross? Sorry, that... I was grabbing my coffee and just assumed that he was uh, it was wrong. It's just go to, yeah. but yeah, it's just yeah. go to. It's just the usual. Uh, my yeah. next one was double trouble for the Windies because it was after day one, so we're looking ahead to day two, mm. um, and I tipped that both Marnus and Travis Head were going to go on and make double centuries against Marnus. Got out pretty cheaply, and Travis Head. Well, he got run out by Cam Green, who. And did you, if you saw the vision, Matty, you could see Travis Head was absolutely filthy, filthy with Cam Green. And I want to speak. I don't want to speak about this today, but I'll speak about this tomorrow. I'm going to do a little tease for two cents, if you don't mind, Matty. Um, I'm going to speak about Cam Green and where he's at in his career and what we could and should and do expect from mm-hmm. the next big thing. Apparently, so that was a cross. So double trouble for the Windies. That was a cross. Uh, Rock and Ronaldo. Yeah, sorry, just on. on that, sorry, just yep. on that, just on your Cam Green, yes, on your Cam Green discussion, um, and I, I'm up for that tomorrow. I'm I'm up for having that discussion tomorrow because um, I'm a huge fan of what he's doing. I think there was a huge turning point mm-hmm. in the international career or place or what, however you want to say it, in Cam Green's career when he took that screamer of a catch off Scotty Boland. Yep. And he turned around and picked up Usman Kawaja on his shoulder. Just second nature. There was no more shyness. There was no more do I belong here kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It was him. He, he was well and truly in it. And I look for moments like that across sporting careers. And that was the moment to me that said uh, that was just natural Cam Green. Naturally reacting with the team around him instead of looking around going, these are the guys that have been playing test cricket for so long before I was born almost. I re- so I think that I reckon there was a massive turning point. I really hope so because my kind of little segment tomorrow is going to be like, when's it going to happen? When's he going yep. to arrive? Anyway, uh, next headline. Mark will laugh at this one. Rock and Ronaldo. I tipped that Portugal going to beat Morocco and Ronaldo was going to score a goal. Um, and lead them to a semi-final, and that didn't happen. And you know, it is a bit sad because that's the last time you ever play in a World Cup. So, end mm. of an era for one legend. And you kind of had the point at the start of the show, Matty. Well, who leaves a greater legacy, Messi mm. or Ronaldo? I guess it kind of depends on what happens in the next few days. Ronaldo hasn't won a World Cup. If Messi's able to do that, that's one thing he will certainly have over Ronaldo. When all the experts in twenty, thirty years' time. Want to you know judge their careers head to head? Messi can say, "Well, hey, I led my team to a World Cup win yeah. against." I think that that's end of debate, isn't it? Yeah, oh, hundred percent. Yeah, if he's yeah. able to do it, yeah, debate's over. I mean, to, yeah. I mean, in many people's mind, the debate is over, whichever way you look at it. But that would be the nail in the coffin. Um, and then my last one, big tick, ABE. Anyone but England. And Allez Le Bleu, France. Thank you very much. They got the win. <sighs> Oh, dear. Thank you, Mark. Sorry, I'll stop playing. ABA. ABA. Hey, but so one of my headlines had to do with Travis Head, and I'm really, really happy, Matty, that Staffy brought up Travis Head and wanted to give him his plaudits because I think he has been, along with Marnus Labuschagne, our most improved cricketer the last 12 to 18 months. And I just wanted to run through very quickly. So he's got now five international test entries. So I wanted to run through quickly through them because I think people overlook 
where Australia was in those matches when Travis Head has been brought into the crease and the effect and the impact that he's had on those games. So his first test century was against um, Sri Lanka, Manuka Oval, February 2019. He came in at th- when Australia were three for 28, put on a 308-run partnership with Joe Burns, scored 161 and had a strike rate of 79. Boxing Day Test 2019 came in at four for 216. So not that bad of a position for Australia. Scores 124. So let alone big stage, his first Boxing Day Test, he gets a century. Um, England, first Ashes Test last year. Australia were chasing 147. And he came in at 303 for 189, but then we lost quick wickets to Warner and Cam Green. So we were th- about five for 192. He scores 152 off 148 balls with a strike rate of 102. Then the fifth Ashes test in Hobart, which is where he cemented that player of the series t- uh, title, came in at three for 12. Remember, we got skittled in Hobart. Yeah. Puts on a 192-run partnership with Cam Green, Scores 101 off 113 balls at a strike rate of 89.4 and cemented that player of the series title. Then, obviously, the second test in Adelaide came in after Australia lost two quick wickets with Usman Khawaja and Steve Smith. Scores 175 off 219 balls. Strike rate of just under 80. Would have scored 200 if he didn't get run out. And he also scored two ODI centuries this year away in Pakistan and at the MCG against England. So... Alongside Manus Labuschagne, I think he's our most improved cricketer. I think he's a future vice captain for Australia under Manus Labuschagne. And I just want to say, Travis Head, congratulations. Keep going. Keep doing what you're doing because he comes in and performs when Australia are in a precarious position. And the 150, 170 that he got against the West Indies, Kerry O'Keefe, one of the best judges, said that was a perfect number fives century. Perfect number fives innings. Completely Mm. changed the match. So, Travis Head, keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, a lot to like. Um, it'd be good to have, you know, a whole stack of Travis Heads under the Christmas tree, wouldn't it? Oh, it would if be you, fantastic. <laughs> if the, I tell you what, the West Indies could have done with a couple. But then even in the second innings, Matty, he just, I think he scored 30 off, off another 30 balls. He scored uh, he scored back-to-back sixes. So yeah. when you look at and the lineup, going, you know, they were, they were just going for exactly, it. Exactly, 100%. Anything. They were yeah. going at it. But I think he still plays that way. I mean, David Warner back in the day played that way a little bit. Now his form is... Well, you know, where where is it? I don't know where it is. But it, Travis had sl- plays to a slightly smaller level to that. Doesn't go as, as berserk as Warner did back in back in his prime. But I just think he is – I think he's found his spot. When he first started his international test career with Australia, he was in and out of the squad, didn't play in that 2019 Ashes series. He was kind of on the same level as, as Joe Burns. Are they the kind of the future of Australian cricket? And he has cemented his spot for the next few years, in my opinion – in this Australian test team with Warner seeming like his test career is over and with Steve Smith getting a bit older, him and Manus are the leaders of this test team from a batting lineup, especially mm. with with Usman, now the same age as David Warner. Yep, exactly. Uh, nice. Now, let's wrap up or unwrap, rather, some final Christmas presents that have been under the tree. Uh, Matty says, Gary, I've got a Christmas present for Harry Kane, a new pair of football boots. Mm. Tough. Ooh. Are they worth more now? Ooh, is it the, the, the boot that, that missed? That, yeah. Is it worth more? Than Maybe the boot if that it was got a final, in? a quarter final. You're against the defending champion, so uh, well, in my I reckon opinion. it's worth more at the moment. Okay, the boot that missed has got to be worth because they'd have to go on to win, wouldn't they? And he'd and he'd have a different pair of boots. Yeah, by yeah. then. Yeah. Um, yeah, the big G Christmas gifts for Penrith CEO Brian Fletcher: a World Club Challenge Trophy. That'd be nice.
uh, for Supercars boss Shane Howard, a successful and controversy-free change to the Gen 3 cars. That'd be nice too. Um, you'd like this one, Tommy, from EJ. Mm-hmm. My Christmas present for Trent Robinson is a five-year contract for Joseph Suali'i. Oh, yes, please. Yes, please. I don't think it's going to happen, but yes, please. <laughs> It's not. No, I, I think it's a. I've said it countless times. I think it's a foregone conclusion that he will be playing for the Wallabies at the 2027 World Cup here in Australia. I think it's a Ooh, foregone so conclusion. I'm so lo- your I'm Christmas lo- present for Rugby Australia is Joseph Suwali. Yeah, I'm. I am almost certain, and I've I've got no sources. I've got no. Inf- this is just vibe. This is vibe only, Maddie. Oh, he will be lining up for Australia at the 2027 Rugby World Cup. We will need all of that paper, um, Mark. That you, you know, the the amount of unwrapping paper. We'd you'd need all of that just to all the money unwrapping. It. Well, no, I'm just, you know, Joey Suli. He's not a small boy. No, he so, is you know, massive. You'd, you'd be wrapping, unwrapping for days, and you'd just get to the to the foot. Um, now, uh, did you have a final one for us? Yeah, two Mark, very quick Scott ones. Two very very quick. First of all, yes. the, uh, this is for bosses. This is. Not giving something to a boss, but a boss giving something. And it's actually right. our boss, Jeremy, is going to yes. give Tommy uh, a day yes. off. Um, oh, yes. But only Thank only you. if he promises to go and get his phone fixed. Because he's still oh, yeah. dealing with the broken it's phone. Not. Still oh. got it. Still got still that. Say that man. Still got the pink line, yeah. yeah. The pink line down the side. I, th- I think he likes it. Secretly, I think yeah. he likes... You know why, Manny? To, it's it's he, a conversation he, starter. That's right. He puts it on the table. <laughs> he just leaves it there. And people go, oh, mate. Can What's I have can that I plan? have that day off on Friday, considering it's the SEN Christmas party on Thursday night? Absolutely mm. not. I've decided to work Friday as well, so you're coming in too. Has no, to be done. I'm doing double shift on Friday. What's wrong with you're you? You're calling guys? the cricket, I, I see. Calling the cricket on yes. Friday night? Yeah, exactly. Still got still got a long week ahead. And your final Christmas uh, present. This is an actual present. This is a present for Danny Townsend. The uh, what is it? The managing the APL the CEO. APL CEO. CEO. Um, I'm going to get him a bag of breadcrumbs. So we can retrace the steps and reverse the decision to have all the grand finals in Sydney. You traditionalists, I'm, I'm fine with it. No problems. All right, nice work. Back after this.